Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. (laughs) I'm Levi and I just got dressed at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. I'm Tommy at Mr. Thigh Dad. Thigh Gap Dad. (laughs) <laughs> at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, and I am wearing my Bullet Club bu- 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 Bullet Club tank top from Hot Topic. Ooh, I'm wearing a uh, food show shirt for work. And Jordans, and after this, I'm going to get my pump on, and then I'm going to get my stank ass in the shower. This is satisfying to me as uh, coming, having sex with a woman and coming. You ever seen Arnold's little bit about that? Yeah. That was great. From, uh, pumping uh, Iron. Yeah, Pumping Iron. That's a good movie. It's, it's great. As, it's satisfying to me as uh, coming. <laughs> like, he's so casual <laughs> about it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, was, I guess it's pretty cool. I mean, Arnold's still fucking the shit, but in that movie, he was just so cocky. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I don't even think he knew he was cocky about it. No, because he was, like, freshly, like, U.S. citizen, so, like, he didn't know, like, I mean, he used word to describe it. He didn't say, like, an orgasm or anything. Like, yeah. it's not, I, I it's came, orgasmic. I, I, I was a young man. I came from Austria. This is, yeah. this is before the Terminator and Conan the Barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> this is when I still smoked the pot. Did he? Oh yeah! At the end of Pumping Iron, he's smoking a dube, man. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Arnold is numero uno. Yeah, he is uno. He's Ichiban. He's Ichiban. Arnold is the Ichiban of Ichiban. He is the Ichiban of Ichiban. All right. So before we get started on this, I just wanted to touch on this because I was so fucking excited. Hashtag vape gimmick for the ultimate deletion, and it was <laughs> fucking wonderful. It was just as it, it was, it was just as I hoped it would be. It wasn't like WWE didn't screw it up because they no. had creative control, and it was, it was good. It was like the final deletion, but it was you know with Bray Wyatt, so it, I think it worked out. It was pretty cool. It was funny. And, there was a lot of funny parts, and you know Bray, actually, his character came into its own. On yeah. this, in this match, like yeah, it finally he was, made sense. You know what yep. I mean? He so, was very in it. Like his, he was very into it. He was uh, uh meth, like method acting. Like yes. it was, you know. And so, Rebby, it good. Rebby's remix of his theme song when he was coming to the uh, when he was coming down to the ring out in the field. Yeah. You know that was fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said in a text, Senior Benjamin with the globe, and he said he's got the whole wide world. <laughs> he said it. He said it funny too. Yeah. But it well, I mean, it's his accent. 
Yeah, but it was that's that's what made it that's what made it good was like yeah. him giving him the globe in that accent was like, Oh my god, it was just it was just good. It was yeah, just when, really good. When Bray lifted up the boat, I looked at Amanda and I go, Here comes Senior Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. I seen whenever he pushes Bray into the water, it does do a weird like stop and record thing yeah. and you kind of notice it's a rock instead of Bray flying in the water yeah which is fine but it's because the splash <laughs> yeah anyways it was just it was really and then Jeff Hardy showed up and I was like oh I got all excited <laughs> yeah it, it was it was so good and I hope uh something comes of it I hope I hope they don't just like kill off the Bray Wyatt character hopefully it's just like a reset button or something but I'm looking forward to see what they do with Matt and well, it's the lake. It's the lake of reincarnation. I kept so. waiting for Husky Harris to pop out. I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah, I could see him doing some weird psychological shit like that in it. But yeah, it's the lake of reincarnation, man. So maybe Bray's gonna come back a part of the part of the Hardys or something. I don't know. Broken, broken Bray Wyatt, woken Bray Wyatt. Yeah, maybe uh, IRS shows up. His dad. I think I think it cul- it still culminates at Mania, dude. Something happens at Mania. Some, something's got to happen because that you, I thought the ultimate deletion was going to be at Mania. Yeah, I did too. But I mean, that's it, fine. It kind of sucks that they kind of threw it away on Raw, but they gave yeah. it enough they gave us at least, you know, <clears throat> two weeks of a build to get Well, to and it. I didn't I didn't want to see another 6 weeks of a build, you know. No, no. It it was time and so. uh I mean, they did it right, like we said. And, like, I watched the entire episode of Raw Live last night waiting for it. So, yeah. It, it was definitely worth the. the when, did they, when did they play it? It was oh, main event. It was main? Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was, well, that's good. I mean, that ended the show. Nice. And speaking of WrestleMania, let's get to why we're here today. We're here you today. This thing called Life. 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 Because we are going to, it was voted upon by you, the listeners, and you, the Twitter followers, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're going to rebook WrestleMania 2000 today, aka WrestleMania 16, or I should, or I should say WrestleMania 16, aka 2000. But yeah, we're Anaheim, California, April second, 2000. Attendance was 19,776. They were just at the Arrowhead Pond for WrestleMania 12, which was the Iron Man match between Brett and Sean. The attendance for that show was only 18,853, so they had almost a full thousand more for so WrestleMania this, 2000. This show is one, <clears throat> I know a couple weeks ago we were talking about scrambled channels and stuff. This was one I watched, well, I listened, watched, waited for a boot here and there for the majority of it on a scrambled channel, because I did not get WrestleMania 2000, but... I was this, super pumped. This for it was, was the little. one that stuck out in my mind as the the event that I watched on the Scramble channel. Yeah, okay, so me and you were doing the same thing mm-hmm. on April 2nd, 2000. <laughs> yep. All right, yeah. So I uh I I went I actually only wrote four things down and they weren't I didn't book anything because I figured we'd just go in raw. What yeah, I did write down Raw dog it. What I did write down Yeah, oh, I got boogers. And what I did write down was you keep these matches. You keep the Hardcore Battle Royal because that utilized talent. Like it. Yep. You, you absolutely keep the Triangle Ladder match because that's, that's part of history. Classic. You keep the four-way main. You might change it up a little bit, but you keep the four-way main, and you also keep the triple threat for the IC and European title. Have the same exact thing. Okay, cool. 
it's just the matches that and then I also wrote Taker returns though. He comes back at WrestleMania instead of uh Judgment Day a couple months later. And and I kind of like went in with the mindset <laughs> like we did when we rebooked uh the invasion. Yeah. Kind of like in a perfect world, you know, awesome right. there, Undertaker's still there. And the only other really the only other big name that wasn't on this show was badass Billy Gunn, and that's because he tore his rotator cuff the previous month at No Way Out. That's right, and I, it was because uh, later in the show it was was X Pac and yeah. Road Dog versus yep. Kane and Rikishi. See, that was a weird combo. That was. I didn't I didn't know if that's where we should stick Taker at if he comes back returns to be with his brother's discretion or what. Like I don't know. That's kind of what I was thinking too. It was. You know, because Taker only had one tag match at Mania, and that was at Mania 19. And it was not And, and it ended good. up being a handicap match. Yeah. It was not good. Well, no. It was Big Show <laughs> and A-Train, right? Yeah, and then that his partner was that dude that was, like, super green. Like, I forgot dude's name. Was it was it Matt Morgan or Luther Reigns? It wasn't either of them. Oh, what, it wasn't? Who was it was... Uh, Fuck, I forgot who the was it Matt Morgan? What's no, he he was super green, dude. He didn't he didn't really go anywhere. That's that's what I remember of him. Well, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Alright. Um so yeah, I mean we keep the hardcore battle rolling. Maybe if we do the if we put Taker in that match with Kane, maybe we just move Rikishi to the hardcore battle royal so that way he's doing something. Well, yeah, because yeah, Rikishi was super over at this point, and this is before we find out he's who hit Stone Cold with the car. Uh, well, and here's the thing, too. it's So, Stone Cold makes his return the next month at Backlash anyways. Not in ring, but he comes as a run-in. Nathan so, Jones. Nathan Jones, that's right. Yep. I knew it was one of those random, you know, just kind of whatever. Jesus, pal. Look at him, he's huge, but let's give him his regular name. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it ta- uh, Stone Cold only returns like a month later at Backlash, so really, why to not? To help The Rock beat Triple H. Exactly. So why not him come back at this at WrestleMania just to get a pop? So, But then I, I get it because they were probably trying to keep their hot streak of pay-per-view buys up because back then, I mean, it was every month. It was like, yeah, let's buy the show, let's buy the show, let's buy the show because so- you knew everything was going to be good. So, I mean, really, this isn't – it's almost not even a rebook because I'm fine with the undercard. The only title that wasn't up was the women's title. Yeah. Which is fine with me. Um, well, there was there was some matches on there. Like, what was it? The opener? Um, was it Bossman? And, and Bull Buchanan versus Godfather and D'Lo. Yeah, you know, you can I- change that. Oh, yeah, with Ice-T, that's right. He comes out and goes – Pimpin' ain't, pimpin' ain't, easy, man. Pimpin' ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pimpin' ain't, pimpin' ain't, easy, but, man. But, I mean, overall, I mean, you know, the card was what it was in 2000. You know, it's, this yeah. is, you know, it's characters. Because even in the Attitude Era, it was, it was still pretty gimmicky with the undercard guys. It was, but the thing, the one, the main thing I would change of this show is first of all, you have the tag team championship in a triangle ladder match, which stole the fucking show anyways. Mm-hmm. So you don't need all these fucking tag matches on here. You got big boss, man, Bull Buchanan, the Godfather and dealer Brown. You got TNA big, big. and Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Head cheese. Uh, yeah. Head cheese. Uh, China <laughs> and I too cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I loved it too. 
China and Too Cool versus the Radicals. And then Kane and Rikishi. Which China, China got the pin on Eddie. Yeah, and that kind of started their little... Latino heat. Yeah, he, like, takes her to prom and shit. Mamacita? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved that. God, yeah, it was good. Was so good together. Um, and the longest match on the card was obviously the fa- the final on the Fatal 4-Way Eliminations. It was and 36 minutes. That is where my problem with this show will always be, is the, the main event. It's not so much of the actual match. The match was good. I liked the match. I liked that they gave it time. They gave It, it was like, what, almost 33 it all, minutes? It was 36 minutes, yeah. Okay, okay. So 36 minutes. Um, I didn't mind the fact that there was a McMahon in every corner. That's not it. What bothers me the most is Trips Triple, H, the belt. Triple H, well that, but Triple H and McFoley had the match at Royal Rumble, the street fight. Yeah. Then they had the Hell in the Cell. For the career. For the career. So McFoley's done. Then yeah. what? I don't remember if it was the next night or a couple weeks later, or whatever it was, but all of a sudden Linda McMahon just kind of slides McFoley in the match. So, yeah. I remember watching No Way Out. I remember, actually, that was one that I know I bought because I was, you know, d- disappointed that I knew Mick Foley was, even at this point in my life, I was 13, or going on 13, I knew that Mick Foley was going to lose this match. Yeah. And I was like, well, oh, I got to get this. Because this was during the Mick, time Mick's of, like, match. exactly. This was during the time of if you face Triple H, you lost. If you face Triple H, you lost. <laughs> if you were, if it was a big main event headline, Triple H is going to keep the belt, or Triple H is going to win the belt. Him if and Rock. You look, if you look at Triple H, you're going to get buried. Exactly, and he was. I mean, he was on fire though. So rightfully yeah. so, he was the the top heel in the company. And him and Rock, you know, they went on to have a good feud after this WrestleMania because I think Judgment Day was the Iron Man match. And, and Trips, I mean, Trips had, won that. They had great matches before this for the Intercontinental title. At Re- oh, yeah. Slam 98. Yeah. Ladder match. Triple H got the purple pleather pants on. And... Hell, there was like a Raw or two where the match, like, it was good. You know, it's I just, mean, they, they always have good matches. Yeah. That was the thing about these two guys. And they're both juiced, you know, well, and, and jacked, that, I should say. Yeah, you don't want to say they were juiced. No. But, I mean, that's that's a match that I would still want to see whether it be nostalgia or just because I know they would still put on a good match. Yeah, they're going to deliver. Exactly. I, I, I mean, I'd still like to see Triple H in The Rock one more time at a WrestleMania and within the next, you know, obviously probably the next five years. Because they're both pushing yeah. 50. Yeah. So. But, I, I mean, I'd still like to see that. But anyway. Yeah. So you got the big show who has, like, this – it's almost a stigma at this point. It's like WrestleMania is like his his Achilles heel. Like he can't no. <laughs> he can't seem to get. I mean, and let's face it, he's a he's a he's a legit giant. Like if he wanted yeah. to Paul, beat the why? shit, if he wanted to beat the shit out of somebody legit, he could do it. Yeah, if he hits you, you're going down. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. I mean, the man's fist is bigger than my fucking head. Yeah, but. That's, I mean, that's really the only thing that I care to even move around is the main event. And what would you what would you move around? Well, I mean, I mean obviously, book it. I would have Triple H lose the belt. Same here. Yeah, that was going to okay. be my one thing about the main event. So, so what I would do, I would almost like to see Big Show and Undertaker 
if you don't put Undertaker with Kane. And if you don't put, what about Jericho? Because he was the original plan for the Fatal 4-Way. Right, and I wouldn't touch Jericho because I want him in that triple threat. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, it's Angle, it's Jericho, and it's Benoit. It's three of the greatest. Despite what Benoit did in his personal life, we've talked about it, you know, whatever. Well, it was only a 13-minute match, but it was really good. It was really good. Because of those three guys, it was three of the top talent in the fucking world at the time. But, I'm, I mean, I'm almost – I almost want to say put Austin in the main and yeah. place a big show or have Austin and Undertaker because it always seemed like Austin always had the upper hand on Taker. Yeah, actually, reasons. that's that's not a bad idea, dude. That's For really not a bad reasons, idea. Because, I mean, Stone Cold was, you know, the man. Um, but you're right, though. I, you know, I, I've thought of that in the past is – Taker never really beats Austin. I mean, I mean, he did beat Austin, but it it always seemed like there was something not on the up and up. Like mm-hmm. somebody always had their hand in the match, uh, interference or whatever. Yeah. Um, so maybe that. So, I mean, you booked that man. Yeah, I think you have. I, I yeah, I think I if if it, if it were me at this point, I would go Taker and Austin. Obviously, you're gonna have Taker win because at this point the streak is. I mean, I don't even really think they – did they even, like, really mention the streak at this point? No, not really until, like, WrestleMania, like, 20-ish was the streak. Yeah, it, like, because 19 yeah, was useless back. to mention. Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, was, that was, like, 12-0 and 0 or 13-0 and 0 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. And that's when they released that DVD a couple of years later, the 15-0 and 0 DVD. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think we go Stone Cold and Undertaker, and you have that. What's your What's your storyline to that? What do you, what do you say? Because they're both returning. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's your, that's your storyline. You say, you know, Undertaker kind of comes out and almost does one of his little Taker shoots like he did on Rob when he was, you know, still the Undertaker. Yeah. But, I mean, he uh, he was out of character, which was different for that Yeah. Time. Yeah, so he comes out and he says... You know, I'm coming back. He was he was gone via buried alive, right? So he wasn't injured, was he? I think it was no, buried alive. It, it was just to get him some time off and some nagging injuries. And it changed. That's when he changed persona. So he comes back. It's raw. Well, you say a couple weeks before Mania, he comes out. He's the badass. Everybody doesn't know who it is. He comes out. Crowd pops. He's like, I don't have a place on the card. I shape. You know, whatever. Cuts a heel promo, and then all of a sudden, Austin's music hits. Or maybe you wait a week and then Austin comes out and accepts a challenge or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's basically Undertaker says, you know, I'm tired of this uh, this hanging over my head. I can't get a win over Austin without somebody interfering. Kind of like what I was saying. Oh, okay, and then, yeah. And then he's like, you know, I want Steve Austin at, on the grandest stage. I want Austin at WrestleMania. Yeah, there we go. And, and I like I like your your idea have have austin not come out that night you kind of drag it out yeah have him come back the next week he pulls up like in the pickup or whatever as my wife's van starts up to go to work (laughs) (laughs) it was perfect timing uh austin pulls up in the pickup and he's like you wanna you wanna wrestle stone cold at wrestlemania and this is the first time anybody's seen stone cold in a while too yeah because he's been gone since survivor series yeah so i i that's just that, that's just a thought, and I've had 
I, no, I that's cool. And on, on go- last night going over like because I mean I, we've been talking about doing this for I think the poll won like three weeks ago. Yeah, when my ship when like, my shirt shipped. Yeah, <laughs> that you finally got this weekend. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. I just I the the event overall was a good WrestleMania. It was well, it was good because it was WrestleMania. You're not gonna. Right. I mean. The, even like WrestleMania Nine that people didn't like, like I I still watch it and I like it because it's WrestleMania. I love WrestleMania Nine. I think a yeah. lot of it was because it was it was the first outdoor WrestleMania. And um, now every fucking WrestleMania is outdoors. Well, they have to. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was the first outdoor WrestleMania. It was Las Vegas. The scene was a little different. I liked the setup around the ring. I liked the way like it was almost like they were on. I think they were on bleachers. Yeah. Like, just regular bleachers. But the only thing about WrestleMania 9, not to stray too far from 2000, but just while we're on the topic, because I'm sure eventually at some point we'll get to WrestleMania 9 because that's one that definitely needs rebooking. Yeah. Um, it, it WrestleMania 9, I think a lot of the stink that it has on it is from Hogan winning the title there. Yeah, just kind of coming in and winning, just like but that. But also, I mean, the way the the tag title match went with him and Brutus against Money Inc. I mean, it ended in a in a DQ. So I mean, it was like eh, Hogan needs something here if you're going to keep you know running yeah. with him. And at this point, he was on his way out the door anyway. So I mean, why not? But whatever. So um, what what match on this card? Do you, I was going to say you delete uh, the match with the cat and what and what is it, Terry Runnels? Yeah, it's And then Terry, you, you actually put in a women's title match. Yeah, it's Terry with uh, Moolah and the cat with uh, Mae Young. That's right, that's and right. And Val Venus is the ref. <laughs> I think th- this could have just been like a, I mean, I guess you could keep it or whatever, just because it was a, a titty segment and they liked it back then. I liked it, so... <sighs> Oh, Jesus. Vince didn't have Jackie in it. Yeah, he loves Jackie because of the, the black titties or whatever. Yeah. What's up with that, the black titty thing in Vince? I don't know, man. That's that's from Bruce Pritchard. I don't know. It's odd. Um, I mean, I guess I'm kind of with you, though, man. It's like the undercard was what it was, but I feel like you just – one of the tag matches, you kind of need to just drop it into – both your mid-card belts are in the same match, so that's done and over with, and you got yeah. all the mid-card guys you need in that match. But You're obviously not touching the tag match, like you said. No, no, no. the triangle match. And I, and um, I was going to mention the hardcore belt. Here's the thing I liked about the hardcore belt, and you probably the same with you. The hardcore belt was the belt, if, there was, if you didn't have shit to do, they put you in the hardcore title picture and lets you do a match. 24-7. Because, because that belt to them obviously had not much prestige. It was just a belt to have where you can beat the shit out of somebody. But the fans loved it. Exactly. That, yeah. Like, because, I love I mean, I mean, we've talked about it. Me and my brother still talk about it. And, I mean, he's not, he still watches from time to time, I think. But, I mean, he'll randomly text me, and we don't talk very often because we're both so busy. But he'll just randomly text me sometimes and just be like 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> And that counts as like a pinfall. I mean, we still have our foam tag team belts that we got at a raw. Nice. So, I mean, it, it. I mean, obviously, it had some impression on us, and maybe it was that we were twelve, thirteen years old at the time. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I mean, it just the belt. 
you know, like there was Raws where Undertaker, like Undertaker and Rob Van Dam. I remember finding a VHS tape like years ago, and it had uh, Undertaker versus Van Dam for the Hardcore Belt on Raw, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like it just, it just, it was there for something to do. It was like a TV belt, kind of. Yeah, and all it was was the winged eagle. That with shit all over it, yeah. With, like, a piece of fucking tape that said hardcore on it. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, yeah. And it was awesome, though. I, and, like, you know, it took me years to notice that that was the winged eagle. I don't know why, but it took me years to notice. And I was like, I mean, I was little when I did notice, actually, for once. But I was like, holy shit, that's the old belt. Because I had, and, and I I mean, had the was foam a gift, version. It was, a gift, it was a gift from Vince, and I remember it was so, like, Nick, yeah. Yeah, and Vince is in a wheelchair. Yep. And has it, like, wrapped up and so, I think it was, like, a towel or something. He's like, oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I th- it was almost, <laughs> while we're on that, his voice, it was like, it was almost <laughs> like he was picking at Terry Funk. Yeah, it kind of was. That's because funny. Because when you said it, it, it like, kind of, like, struck a bell, you know? He just like, didn't start crying like Terry does all the time. He, he sounded like Terry. You sounded like Terry Funk, but it was Mick, you know? Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> and we that's used to how say, Terry Funk legit talks. We used to say, yeah, there was, there's, like, three guys. I can't remember the third, but there's, like, three guys that cry all the time. Rick One, Flair. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Flair, Big, Big Show, Joe. and Terry Funk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they do, do man. They cry all the fucking time. And, like, and I don't if know you if it's want, and if you want to throw musicians into this, Garth Brooks. Oh, he cries all the time? All the time, dude. What the if hell? He, if he's in an interview with somebody and they mention his kids, he just starts bawling, dude. What? I love it. But it's like, that's like, the, I mean, I love Garth Brooks, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on him, but, <laughs> you know. Oh, Garth Brooks. Uh, whatever. And, uh. I mean, Ric Flair at this point, I mean, I forget what it was. Somebody was talking about Charlotte. Oh, God. And he, I mean, he just, you know, just so proud. And it was like, man, Rick was such a shit, you know, when they were growing up. Yeah. But, I mean, he's Nate, and Nate will Nate. Nate is going to Nate. like Nate. Yep, Nate is going to Nate, man. You can't so, take that back. Speaking of Nature Boy, Rick. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Uh, there's going to be a wrestling event, which I found out through Robert's Facebook, in mm-hmm. Hot Springs. So yesterday I went to the page. I emailed them to see if we could get some press passes. No go because it's a it's a fundraiser, so I get it. Um, but Ric Flair is going to be there, and he had made a video. And I mean, it was just like old school Ric Flair promo, which yeah. it was awesome. 
and he's like, Hot Springs, Arkansas, it's the nature boy, blinging only as I can bling. <laughs> he's got like nine Xanax and four whiskeys in him. <laughs> but I mean, he, you know, he's got his medallion on and yeah. his Hall of Fame <laughs> rings and his Rolex. And Whoa! It's God. Is there a better wrestling character ever than Ric Flair? I don't know, man. I don't think it, you can top that. It's probably hard. I mean, as far as gimmicks go, I think Undertaker's probably the greatest gimmick of all time. Shawn Michaels, Jericho, Ric Flair, probably the three best wrestlers, in my opinion. Just people, just because they're just them. Yeah. But as far as just over the top wrestling personalities. I mean, Hulk Hogan's Hulk Hogan. He's always going to be Hulk Hogan. Terry. Uncle Terry. Um, But Ric Flair might be the greatest wrestling personality. Yeah. Him or Mach, because Mach was pretty wild, too. Yeah. And, I mean, Mach, I mean, Macho Man is always going to be remembered no matter what. And he's, you can throw him and, you know, how we talked about, oh, you mean like Hulk Hogan? Oh, you mean like exactly? I was I was about to say that, yeah, that's because that's one of the uh-huh. he's one of those imitated people like Arnold or yep. whoever. But you know, and if somebody does Macho Man, they always say snap into a Slim Jim. That yeah, exactly. Because if you didn't watch wrestling, you still seen Macho Man on the Slim Jim commercial. Need a little excitement? Snap into a Slim Jim. Speaking of Slim Jim commercials, I can't wait to get home tonight and watch some more Thunder. It's gonna be that's my go to now, man. I got through two yesterday. I'm barely through one. I passed out again last night. I was like, damn it. I was like at the main or something. Were you gimmicking? No, I was just I was just tired. I was lazy yesterday. Yeah, I got through two because I wanted to see where they were going with Bret Hart and Ric Flair because I forgot. Because they fucking yeah. sold out. And oh I was yeah. Like, I was right. like I was just ready for Nate to come out and just blade. But you could watch uh, Thunder number one, and you can tell that they wanted that to take off quick because every match on the card was good on the first one. Yeah. And so they wanted it to take off and be, you know, another Nitro. And I didn't realize it started in early 98. For some reason, yeah. I thought it was just – it started the first Thursday, I think. Yeah, it was, it was right after Starcade. Yeah, yeah, because they did – they played that match, the whole yeah, match on there. Yeah, the Eric Bischoff, Larry Zabisco for Nitro. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, the main storyline was Hogan and Sting, yeah. And then the belt gets held up because they can't come up with a decisive winner. Yeah. But anyways, back to WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we booked so you, it. So you like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So you like the Stone Cold Undertaker? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. That's a really so, yeah. So I mean, honestly, then we just leave the match alone. We just change the winner. Yeah. So who wins here? Does the Rock go ahead and win it here? Yeah, the Rock goes ahead and wins. And he, yeah, because then it gives him two months with the belt instead of just one month, and then Triple H taking it back. So you get you give the belt to the Rock. So he, and first of all, because he didn't he hasn't won a belt at a WrestleMania at this point. I don't think. Other than like ninety eight, did he? He didn't win IC. He had IC at that. At yeah, that yeah. So yeah, he wins. It, it was a big deal. Yeah, he wins it because he hasn't. First of all, he hasn't won a belt, and then you're gonna just do the rock right because he's one of your top guys, and you're gonna give him the world title. Yeah, so because, yeah, he wins it because the Rock came in Survivor Series ninety six, so his first WrestleMania was thirteen, 
and he wrestled the Sultan, who was actually Rikishi, for those who don't know. Yeah. And he was the IC champ then, retained, because obviously they weren't putting the belt on the Sultan, even though I think they wanted that gimmick to go somewhere, but it just never really took off. Um, and then you had WrestleMania 14, it was The Rock, and I'm drawing a blank here. Because it was Owen and, and Trips for the European. Mm-hmm. Sean and Austin for the title. Who did The Rock face at 14? Uh, he was with the nation, I think. I think he did, uh... They had, like, a, probably, like, a a multi-man tag. Yeah, I can't... I can't... I I mean, look, I got the, I got the DVD right in front of me here. Let me look at it. I don't think it'll say it on the back, but... A 14? Uh, yeah, Rock, yeah, Rock with Nation versus Ken Shamrock for the Intercontinental title. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Yeah, I have the, I bought those DVDs when they re-released 1 through 15... Oh, okay. And they were so, supposed to release 16 and up, but they never did. So, uh, then you had 15, obviously, Austin and Rock. Rock loses the belt. Rock loses the belt. So, yeah, here's where you have Rock finally, you know, wipe the stank off of his WrestleMania. Not winning a belt at Mania. So yeah. So, do that here. Um, and it gives, like I said, it gives him two months instead of one month. And then moving forward, I'm almost, let's see, you could put The Rock and Austin in a tag against Triple H and Taker. At Backlash? At Backlash. Because, I mean, I don't, at this point, you had the title on every pay-per-view. Yeah. And, I mean, this is that point where we kind of always say we wish it would go back to, but for just for this purpose of rebooking this show maybe skip it a month just like you said to give the rock that two month reign instead of a, a month yeah yeah no that's cool that works and That'll also wait. before before we shut it down because this actually wasn't as hard as i thought it was gonna be no i was sitting there thinking last night like i literally pulled out my paper and was writing shit down and i wrote down the four matches you keep and then i was like i don't know what to change because i don't because Thinking of the roster at the time, well, other than you have meat when the Hardcore Battle Royal, but... Uh... Oh, of course. Well, in my <laughs> opinion, you have meat when the... Put the world him title? The, put him in the Fatal 4-Way. Yeah, and you put Take him over. Take Nick out, put meat in, yep. put him over, Hogan comes out, <laughs> big boot, leg drop, one, two, three, Hogan walks away, everybody goes, I'm happy. Meat pulls out his gimmick in front of the whole, in front of the whole audience. He has to. He's got to pull out his gimmick. Is it, is, it, is it the gimmick or is it the gimmick? It's just the gimmick, not the gimmick, because oh, okay. that's that's you have to keep it, you know, somewhat okay to watch on TV. Yeah, you don't want that triple A, triple X, not to be confused with Triple H. You don't want yeah. that triple X rated slapped on it. Um, yeah, I just to touch on this real quick, the the triple threat for the IC and the European. I wish they would do this more often. Yeah, the fall one is for one belt. The fall two is for the other belt. Yeah. I mean, we saw what the indie promotion, the one in, at, what was it, Compound? Compound, yeah, they did that. They just did that, and I, that's just something that they shy away from these days, and I, I think I like that it. would be cool. Yeah, I think if they yeah. ever go back to one brand, maybe, they could do that with the Intercontinental in the U.S. Well, and I like, I like the multi, 
I like guys with two belts on them. Like Seth with U.S. and world title, I loved it, man. I yeah. like guys with two belts because it shows that it shows that they are the man, basically. And, well, and, and that's kind of that's like WrestleMania 6 when Warrior beat Hogan. Like, yeah. They vacated yep. the IC belt, like, right after. And it was like, let him run with both fucking belts. If you believe yeah. in him that much and he's this much of a fucking rock-hard powerhouse, let yeah. him have both belts. What was the conspiracy that uh, the second Warrior, that's not him, when he came oh, back yeah, or that, something? That, that Jim, Jim Helweg actually died, like, before when he left, when he held, held Vince up for money, and then when he came back at eight, because he had shorter hair and it was brown instead of blonde, or, or it was blonde instead of brown. Yeah, because hair dye didn't exist, so. No, yeah, no, and people, <laughs> couldn't, people couldn't get off roids because of the steroid trial that Vince was in, so he couldn't get off roids and, you know, slim down a little bit. What That's the fuck stupid. Ever? Get the fuck That's the it. shit people come up with, man. Wrestling is full of conspiracies, just like life. Yeah, it is. That it is. All right, well, I guess we fantasy booked it, man. We'll call it a day. My, I mean, and I guess I could just throw it out there since we kind of already talked about it. My overall review of the show is it was, a, it was WrestleMania, so I did enjoy all the random matches and shit in here just because of the feel because it was WrestleMania, because it and had that WrestleMania feel. This is one you can go back and watch and still be entertained because you're getting a hodgepodge, of, a potpourri, if you will. <laughs> of all the gimmicks that were around at the time, and yeah. this, is a, this is a perfect Attitude Era feel, minus Austin and Taker, obviously, but and Billy Gunn, because Mr. Ass was the coolest. But, I mean, you still get a feel for what the time was. Exactly. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to watch. And I remember looking, I had all the WoW magazines back then. Uh, oh, World, my World. God. I loved WoW. And this was being prom- well, like their logo was so like just like it. It, it was wrestling, so yeah, wrestling, and, yeah. And it just intrigued you, just the logo. Wow. Yeah, and so I remember, like, I remember I had the one. I actually forgot about that magazine. Oh yeah, I, they're still somewhere at my mom's house. I know they're somewhere. I could dig them up, probably in a storage yeah, we'll have to room look or something. Them one day we'll review Wow Magazine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had shit. <laughs> I had one that had. Uh, it was the one after the Hell in a Cell, the month before this. Okay. I had one that talked about that and McFoley's career. But I had I had the one. I think that was the one. But it was leading up to WrestleMania 2000. I just remember being, I think I was seven or something. But the hype to this WrestleMania, I don't know if it's because I was seven. But it just, the, the hype for this WrestleMania felt so awesome. Like, it yeah. was so hyped. It was and it, just, I think it was because it was the year 2000. Exactly, and, and that's why they called it 2000. not calling it WrestleMania 16. Yeah. Kind of made it just seem so much bigger. When the and color we scheme. The, yeah, the, the neon computerish DX green. Yeah, yeah. I love, the, and I love the Titan Tron. I love the ring. And here's something I miss about wrestling. I don't know why they won't bring it back in WWE only. I love black ropes. I love the black ropes, man. Yeah. The white ropes are just. I don't, I don't, I don't care for them. I like the, I like the black robes because the, the white robes only work for me if somebody's going to blade and you're going to get blood all over them. Yeah, exactly. And they, they kind of started the white robes. I think it was WrestleMania 23 that had the white robes originally. I, it might've been a little before that, but other than like great American bash type stuff with the one white robe, but I just fucking love black robes, man. Cause I remember in, uh, 
around, well, it was a little after this time, like 02-ish, 03-ish. Sometimes SmackDown, or even 01, it, SmackDown would have black ropes sometimes. And it, I guess it just depended if they had filmed a heat or not or whatever they were doing. But, uh, man, I just love black ropes. And so that was the thing I liked about old WrestleManias was that. And also, you know, black ropes, we'll get back on that. Ring of Honor, please fix that cable. Yeah, that thing is fucked. It, it's just so, it's such an eyesore. And it really pisses <laughs> me off still. Like, yeah. I, watched, I watched Ring of Honor, I think it was 338. Yesterday, I got to watch 339. I'll probably watch that today. Uh, we got to get back on some Ring of Honor reviews. Yeah. We've kind of, I mean, obviously, we always put the Bullet Club over, but we've kind of uh, flip, strayed away flip. from Ring Yeah, uh, Flip and uh, Shane Taylor were the uh, main event of 338. Yeah. In a battle royal. Um, I got so too yeah, much wrestling to watch, man. I know. I'm like, my head's exploding. And uh, we got to watch some History Channel or something. Also, we've got uh, New Japan World Cup going on right now. Yeah, I want to get in on that because I watched I watched night one and night two, but it's like they're going on like nine. I think nine's tonight. Yeah, yeah, eight, so, seven or eight was the other night. So I'm like so far behind on that. Uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I'm just like wrestling overload at this point. Well, now so. I got Thunder on the network, and I've been dying for it, so I'm not. I gotta I know. watch it. Like, and then before you know, it, we're gonna have heat, and we're gonna be like, oh god, now we gotta watch all these. Yeah, because I can't. But I love heat, problem, man. My problem is, is I'm watching like I said Sunday or last Sunday, whatever it was. Whenever we talked about Thunder coming on, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch Nitro, and then I'll watch Thunder, and then I'll watch a pay per view." No, I'm just watching Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. Just yeah. Like, but then I'll eventually go back and be like, when we have to do a WCW review, I'll yeah. go back and be like, "Okay, so watch the build to it, yeah, and whatnot. Watch the build, which ha- which helps. It helps with the reviews. Yeah." Absolutely. All right. We're good. That's it. All WrestleMania right. 2000 has been booked. If Hit him with the plugs. It, if you hated it, eh, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Just tell, just your, tell friends. your friends. Tell your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. go to, and go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads and pick up any of our four shirt designs or all four. You can get long sleeve, t-shirt, and tank tops to gear up for summer. You can get soft style, and you can get youth t-shirts if your children like the show. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. I will not be rocking my Heels and Quads shirt today because I have to make my return to the kitchen. So get in the kitchen and make me some pie. Man, man, And if you don't want to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads, you can go to... But while you're at ProWrestlingTees.com, go ahead and check out Nick Cutler. He was on the show yesterday. Good guy. I'm gonna do some online training with him. My wife gave me the thumbs up. Oh, he does have do he does that. have a store on there. He does have a store on there. You can check okay. his designs out. He's a geek like us. I love it. He's got a Zelda design. He's got a Power Rangers design. Rugrats design. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Even he's got a Hulk Hogan. Hulk. Hulk Hogan. Um, but if you don't like any of those shirts for whatever reason, if you live under a rock and you don't know what's going on in the world of wrestling podcasts like Hills and Quads, you can still support the show by going to collarandelbowbrand.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps because it makes us sound like professional businessmen who still wear beepers. <laughs> and you save 10% by doing that. They have the Ichiban shirt, which is the tits. They have the Good Brothers Dojo shirt. 
equally tits. Uh, you can get the original collar and elbow mirrored image shirt, which is cool because it's like you're actually doing a collar and elbow tie-up. That's what the shirt is supposed to look like, and it does. Yeah. They've got awesome designs. Uh, Stratini, Carl Anderson's wife, has a shirt on there now. Hot Asian wife. Check that out. She's cool as hell. Yeah. Supporter of the show. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then something else. I feel like oh. oh, the gaming computers. Yes. You must be talking about the gaming computers that you can get from mibsy.co forward slash Zydax forward slash heels and quads. That's M-B-S-Y dot C-O with a forward slash X-I-D-A-X with a forward slash heels and quads. And you can get all kinds of computers here for all your gaming needs. You can get laptops, desktops, you can get refurbished, you can build your own, you can just buy one of theirs that they have built for you. And to top it all off, you can finance it because we all know computers can be pricey. So go to mibsy.co forward slash Zydax forward slash heels and quads and get yourself a new gaming computer. And hey, it's tax season. So let's say you are one of those families or couples or just a, one person who buys big electronics at tax time. You bought a TV last year. You bought a PlayStation 4 the year before. Why not buy a gaming computer this year? And while doing that, support the show. Support your podcast. This is the podcast of wrestling fans. It's made by fans for wrestling fans. And we always ask for your input. So as always, we ask you to go follow the show on Twitter, at Heels and Quads, Instagram, at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, Facebook.com forward slash Heels and Quads. Kind of flubbed up and stopped updating that again, but I did pretty good two weeks ago. Fuck Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Facebook's the dinosaur of social media. Yeah, it's like getting, it's becoming MySpace. It is. It's just memes and... That's literally like, all it fucking is, is memes and people making food that I don't care about. Yeah, unless you're sharing it with me or your recipe that you say you're going to make and you never make. Like, yeah. don't... I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care. R- write it the fuck down. Take a picture of this... Do, take a screenshot. Why are you sharing it on Facebook? Ooh, this looks good. Yeah, and here, looks and here's good. the thing for the, for the taste page and Tasty Made and whatever. You guys take way too time. I just don't. Never mind. Sorry. I'm just getting pissed. <laughs> he's he's getting. Uh, Facebook's getting Xbox heat with us. Yeah. Just fucking. You and your fucking mise en place and all your little dishes and stuff. Just whatever. I'm over it. The right. Thanksgiving dinner spread. Yeah. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm going if to I'm work. Not, if I'm not tasting it, I don't want to see it. That's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, and you don't right, have, here, here's another thing. For everybody that wants to think they... You don't have to wrap fucking everything in bacon, all right? Not not everything has to be wrapped in bacon. And here's hey, my... Huh. I'm going to I'm gonna get some heat real quick. Guess okay. what? Everybody listening, Tommy hates bacon. I hate it. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. One of the most... Oh, it's supposed to be so fancy... And I've had to do them plenty of times. Bacon wrapped scallops. Who in their right fucking mind decided to wrap the most delicate, delicious piece of fish? Seafood, I should say. It's not fish. Some of y'all get pissed. It's a piece of seafood. You're going to wrap it in a fucking fat-ass piece of bacon and tell me that's good. No, it's not good. That's like wrapping... Halibut. Wrap, Wrap a fucking halibut in some fucking bacon? No. I love shrimp more than probably anything. But when people wrap it in bacon, I'm just like, just put my hand up. No, no like, no, it just doesn't. It. No, exactly. I don't fucking want it. You don't have, and I'm not going to eat bacon on my burger because I'm already eating a grease pile. I don't need that much <laughs> more fucking grease on it. 
I'm gonna take a great dump. I don't need any extra additives from the bacon fat. Yeah, man, it's just like fucking. It. You know, I'm I'm messing with pecan wood bacon right now, and I'm burnt the fuck out on it. So I'm about to change my bacon again because I like I'm just I'm just tired of bacon. So, oh god, and I, I'm not gonna lie. Every now and then I'll eat like a little as a little snack. I'll have like a little BLT ish thing, but I don't do the tea because I'm not a tomato on a sandwich guy. But... Hey, what makes your bread soggy? Exactly. I don't want the fucking little seeds all over it and stuff. So, <laughs> God, fucking bacon wrap everything. No, you don't have to do that. All right. Although, although I will give my wife this. Her one of her favorite things is the jalapeno cream cheese wrapped in bacon. Yeah, those are all right. Yeah. That's good, but that's an appetizer. Yeah. Know? Well, but, they say I mean, bacon wrap scallops is too, and bacon wrap shrimp, but that's fucking stupid. So no, that's a fucking meal. It's just Scallop, the a- scallops is a meal. It's not a fucking appetizer. Yeah. With a toothpick in it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, toothpick toothpick my ass. The only, yeah. only thing that needs a toothpick is Scott Hall. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> only thing that needs a toothpick is Scott Hall. There we go. That's a shirt. That's, right. Yeah, it is. All right. Don't forget, go uh, in. Also, YouTube, I'll be uploading some more shows uh, Thursday. I've got to two. Three's ready to go. just has to be uploaded. So I'll get three and hopefully four done Thursday. And kind of slowly getting those on there, but... Whatever. If you're listening to the show, you know how to listen to it anyways. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Podbean, CastBox, Stitcher, RSS Radio. Pretty soon, I'm still waiting on an email from iHeartRadio and something else. Spotify? Then, not Spotify. It was something. Uh, fuck, I forget what it was. Anyways, but then eventually, Anchor's working with Spotify now. Hopefully, we'll hear something about that soon. So, Yee. We'll talk to you guys. Tomorrow we gotta I gotta work on some stuff. Maybe we might have a pretty big guest tomorrow. Um Ooh. But yeah, if not we'll uh we'll do something tomorrow. Alright. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. May.
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.